you ever think about going back in time and saving your mom? No, my mom's alive. Yeah, I mean, save her from marrying into our family. <laughs> this is Just Cuz episode two. <laughs> Just Cuz, the podcast with two cousins talking about whatever we want. Just Cuz. Today Just cause we, are... we want to. Just Cuz we want to. <laughs> Today, we are talking about The Flash movie, the brand new movie that has been in production for, I don't know how many years, <laughs> a long, I think long it's, time. It's like tied with Avatar 2 as the most delayed movie ever. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure there's some other indie movie that has that actual title, but it's the most well-known. Mm -hmm. It's been in the news for ages about how many times it's been delayed mm. or shelved or about to be shelved who knows but how it's many finally out how many directors have left it i think at one point the directors of uh, the new dungeons and dragons movie and game night were supposed to make this movie but then they left for creative reasons i can see that <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's a very um... similar tone but yeah anyway we haven't really talked about this movie at all so at all. i it, i just want to start this off what did you think of it that's a tough question for me. <laughs> <laughs> um i i enjoyed myself while i was watching it um there are some things that i didn't like about it but there were some things that i did like about it uh overall oh this is really tough i think it was <laughs> I think it was a really fun movie, not a very good movie. Yes. And honestly, I was hoping that you would convince me it was better than what I thought it was. <laughs> so you having that viewpoint. I definitely enjoyed this movie a whole lot. Right from the get-go, you know this is just going to be a fun movie. And it was. But I have definitive problems with it as we near the third act and i think we should also right off the get-go say what happened with the vfx oh my god thank you okay <laughs> the first note that i wrote i was originally not gonna go in taking notes because i didn't mm -hmm. take notes when i watched spider-verse and i was like i can remember this stuff it's a great movie and then the i the second he started running, I pulled out my phone. And I was like, I have to write this down. The effects, I'm so sorry, but they don't look any better than the CW Flash show. They no. look fucking I mean, terrible. Clearly, it does look better. It's a cut above because it's yes. for cinema. But what happened? It's like it, it wasn't looks, finished. It looks like a cartoon. It looks like a video game. And mm -hmm. every single fight scene, you can see it, especially the one at the end. I'm not, we're not there yet, but mm. at the end, every single character looks like they're just made out of ones and zeros and not actual people. And I think the real problem is the rubbery, uncanny valley faces. It's every time, and it, it really, really pulls you out of it. But yeah, that uh, is to say, <laughs> yeah, there is emotional moments in this movie, and it really does hit, and the VFX do hit when they need to, but that's rare, especially considering mm -hmm. that there is uh, at least more than a 
few moments where the flash is running in super speed and everything needs to look amazing and it just doesn't just does not it looks like i'm sorry it looks like the cw yeah <laughs> and so you I, know what props to the cw then we weren't giving them enough props for no, their special effects they were a tv show budget i don't know how they did it because it did look pretty good for a tv tv show and maybe that is another problem with this movie is audiences, at least a very specific part of the audience that watched the original TV show of The Flash, not the 90s one, but, you know, the current one. We've already been inundated with The Flash and his storylines and his character. Mm -hmm. So we've like this isn't a new experience for us. It's it's not. But we were also primed for a very different kind of Barry Allen from mm -hmm. that and obviously, you know, this Barry Allen has been in other movies, but he's never been the focus. And now that he is, um, it's it's quite a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite a lot. Um, <laughs> I think I think I wrote on one of one of my very early notes was I really like this interpretation of the of Barry and his social awkwardness. It's very, and then I wrote dot, 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 and then under that I wrote, but I also kind of hate it. <laughs> <laughs> they make a lot of good choices in this movie. I think right off the bat is when they show that he has like a calorie intake reading machine. And it's like, yeah, this guy with godlike power who can basically be omnipresent, like that's how fast he is. You gotta lower that godlike power yeah, yeah. somehow he needs to eat constantly yeah and i and do like I, that i think that's definitely an aspect not to constantly compare it to the cw show but that's an aspect mm -hmm. that they seriously underplay in the in the tv show the flash which mm -hmm. i love because i always like that about the flash and i think it's so funny that he's just constantly starving yeah. <laughs> um I had a lot of expositional issues with this movie. I had a lot of dialogue issues with mm. this movie. The place where it stands out to me the most is Iris's introduction in the beginning. And it was just completely fumbled. I was like, who wrote this? This is incredibly like robot talking to other robot dialogue. And And it's... You have to get get out the exposition about his dad, you know, what what's going on with his family mm -hmm. and to have Iris do that. Yeah. It's basically like, How are you? Oh good, how are you? We know each other from college. Oh yeah, we stopped talking to each other when you when I became a reporter and asked you about your dad or something like that. And I was just like, Why? <laughs> Why did you do this? It was. It, it took me right out of the movie. I did like the line of, I'm pretty sure I saw you a year ago. And just like, oh no, I guess maybe I was thinking about you. Like I felt like that was kind of cute as if they were setting up that relationship. But there was really nothing else there was to really set it up. There was absolutely no chemistry between the two of them. And you know nothing about Iris as a person from that. No. All you know is the expositional drivel that they set up about his dad and the fact that they know each other and the fact that later alternate universe Barry will be like, oh, are we going to marry her someday? <laughs> I'm going on a date with her. Whatever. Like, 
obviously anyone who knows the comics or knows anything about the flash knows that the flash is married to iris west it's not a big reveal obviously but you gotta give it something you gotta put some effort into their dialogue and their relationship otherwise their characters just seem flat and boring and that's how i felt about iris she was flat and boring i'm gonna jump forward pretty much the entire movie but at the end when iris was like you should ask me out i was like why yeah like why, why? do you want That's... him to ask you out <laughs> that was my exact thought at the end of the movie and i was like why would you possibly want him to ask you out the only two interactions that you've had have been completely terrible and he left you in both of them just like left you on the street and then left you in his gross ass apartment <laughs> and then I... like a freak yelling about i don't know what was it bananas pasta something no <laughs> soup it was <laughs> soup, tomato <yeah>. soup <laughs> i don't know or a can of Some... tomatoes or whatever but i mean in my head i explained it as she just guessed or understood that he was the flash but the movie makes no indication that that's the case mm -mm, so mm -mm. I'm not buying that. Nope. I'm not buying that. Sorry. That asshole Gary who was asleep on the couch who saw two berries sitting next to each other talking about being the Flash. He didn't catch that they were the Flash. There's no way that Irish was going to catch it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't like that. Um I just think overall it was not well handled. Iris was so clearly an afterthought in this movie. And she also didn't need to be in this movie. Like, no. you can have a Flash story without Iris, obviously. It was like she was casted for the Snyderverse movie, and then they were like, oh, we have this character, we have to use her, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't really have to. Yeah. No, it seems that way with a lot of the, a lot of the DC movies um, that have come and gone in the past you know obviously maybe things will be different in the future with james gunn but right now it seems like there's all like there are these characters who are introduced and why are they introduced oh because they have to be because we need them for their story for the for the story or just to fill that slot yeah or we need them because they were in the comics and you don't actually need them i was incredibly more interested by um the character, the girl who plays um, Aaron in Dairy Girls, who was in this movie, than than Iris at all. Was that the blonde friend? Yeah, and yeah, she's thought... freaking hilarious in Dairy Girls, and she was pretty funny in this movie too. I thought they were incredibly annoying the first time we saw them, which is the point. That's why they're there. And then I thought they were very funny the second time, which is the point. So they, mm. they, I thought that part of the movie was good. Yeah. But I think getting, you know, the Coliseum of rubbery faces out of the way, right. we should move on to just, I guess, running through the plot or just the story, because that's the best way of just going through each thing, saying, I liked this, sure. I didn't like this. <laughs> sure, because well, after, after you know, um, Barry's calorie attack... Uh, mm -hmm. in the morning he doesn't get his sandwich and he's very upset about it and he goes to help bruce um with some batman problem that's happening I some hospital loved is everything exploding. about this 
I <laughs> thought it was absolutely hilarious. I was laughing my ass off, and there were only two other people in the entire theater, so it was very noticeable. <laughs> um, but... No, the baby scene, obviously the babies again, Uncanny Valley, scary oh ass flying babies. I was not happy about that, but everything else was so funny. The <laughs> fact that like the title cards get interrupted, which is great, and then the baby shower and Barry going for the vending machine initially... And then he's saving everyone, and then they add a therapy dog on top of that. It's like, yeah. okay, <laughs> this is the kind of movie that I'm watching. I yeah, understand yeah. now. Yeah, because it's there's a very big tone shift with what kind of movie this is and what kind of characters are in it who we've seen before in other things, like um, like Batman, like Batfleck, right? Definitely. He is an incredibly serious character. And to have him talking in Barry's ear juxtaposed with that <laughs> mm -hmm. was jarring, to say the least. It was fun. I enjoyed it. But it was fucking crazy. <laughs> We've seen a million different versions of Batman in live action. Most recently, we've seen a really good detective version, which... If I'm honest, we hadn't really seen before then. In this movie, we finally Thanks. get two different versions of a comic book Batman. And the only time we've seen that in Hollywood is Lego Batman. Yeah. And he's finally just the comic book guy that we haven't seen before. And no, I kind of love it. That fight at the beginning was sick as hell. Like, Batman going off and just like... Oh, with the school bus and when he was on the motorcycle and he get those like tired things. I'm not making a lot of sense, but it was if you've seen it, you so know. damn cool. If you've seen it, you know, it was so damn cool. I loved that. Um, and, you know, Wonder Woman showing up. That was cool. I don't think it was necessary, mm -hmm. but I think they it were was just fun. like, yeah, I because it also if you are in a universe where there is a Justice League I think Barry establishes this in the first scene where why wouldn't you call everyone else? Right? Or Superman. He's, yeah. He's like, he's like, Alfred, call Superman. Oh, that was my first choice. Yeah, obviously Barry <laughs> is not your first choice. And yeah, so I think it made sense in that regard. Like she's there, she's around, she can show up. So she did. But did she need to show up for the movie? No, no. she doesn't need to be there. Um, and they do the same lasso joke um, where, you know, Batman gets the lasso on him that they mm -hmm. did in the Justice League. And I think it hits really nicely. The line was just like, if I wanted to end crime, I'd just end poverty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah. But no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was I love that. that. And that was just like a they do kind of a little callback to it later with um, the other Batman. Where, oh God! <laughs> where he's like, I'm retired. Gotham is the safest city in the world, and I was like, what? <laughs> Hold That's up! The craziest thing I ever heard. Yeah, that's kind of just, amazing. If you just gave them your money, it would be way better than going out and punching criminals. But I digress. We'll we'll get into it more as we talk about you know later in the movie with Keaton yeah. because oh my God, he's incredible. But there is a couple Batman-ass moments in this movie. And one of them is with Affleck, where he's, 
you know, chasing down some criminals, and he's like, ah, Alfred, call someone up. A hospital's about to fall down, but I need to deal with this thing. Right. Someone else save lives. That's so Batman. And yeah. I, I loved it. It really is. And when Barry was, like, talking about being the uh, janitor of the Justice League, that felt <laughs> very, like, animated Justice League cartoon to me. Like, I liked yep. it a lot. I liked it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved that so much. Um. Anyway, so they save the day, yada, yada, yada. All the babies are fine. Barry puts a baby in the microwave, which is questionable. But <laughs> Yeah, I guess um, I, I'm still not sure about that, how he can move the baby because it's in a microwave. Yeah, I don't whatever. get that. Also, he had just warmed up a burrito in the microwave. So it was actively emitting microwave rays right at whatever least the <laughs> that's microwave, not yeah. good for a baby but whatever <laughs> it's better and than when... it's better than falling to its death i guess i did like the fact that he was catching them one by one yeah like trying to be careful with them i like that aspect when he's running with them and that whatever pillar is falling it looks like he's definitely not gonna make it but then he does somehow mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, someone tell me how he makes that because I'm I'm not. I think sure he how. just runs faster. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He I'm is the Flash, sure so I'm pretty sure he just runs faster. Um, <laughs> but you know, whole time looking goofy as hell with the CGI. Um, yeah, and rubbery then, movements. Yeah, uh, and then he goes to work, and he's late for work, obviously because the Flash is chronically yeah. late, which I love. Um, just as just as the character mm-hmm. of the Flash in the comics, also is just the fastest man on earth is chronically late, and I think it's so. And funny. he's chronically out of excuses because he's all he always uses them. I mm-hmm. that joke has been run into the ground, but I will never get tired of it. It's so I love funny. It. It's so good. Why would they not use it? You know. <laughs> um, and then we meet the sidekicks, blonde girl and not blonde guy. That's what I remember yes. them as. Uh, Aaron from Dairy Girls and man and uh, guy yeah <laughs> and then we uh, get clunky dialogue with Iris yes full circle back to Iris um and then and what, what I think this is where he calls his dad and he initially right. just like runs really fast and I really did like this moment up until the Coliseum of rubbery faces that I talked sure. about um, but, before that, real quick, I really like the fact that um, he had asked Bruce to help him uh, yes. with this security footage to try and get his dad free. Um, I thought that was a really good. Ugh. I got the <laughs> My, same. Message. Yeah, we're on the same family group. <laughs> My mom needs to stop sending us shit. Um, anyway. <laughs> Will that we took, cut this out? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it'll stay in. That took me out. Hold on. Uh, yeah, Bruce was giving... Bruce was helping Barry decode this footage um, to help his dad get free in his appeal. Um, and I thought that was very good. I like the sort of world build, world building aspect that that implies mm. that, you know... 
Bruce, you know, talks a big game, but they are friends. They are on the mm -hmm. same team. They do talk to each other about things. Um, and I really like the way that that was done because it's just the letter and Bruce's handwriting saying, I'm sorry. And then you as the audience has to key it together that that video yeah, didn't you don't, work because he didn't look up. Yeah, you don't need more than that. Audiences aren't mm -hmm. as dumb as some filmmakers think. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, I'm really happy about. Right. Um... And then, yeah, he talks to his dad and he goes to their old house. Um, mm -hmm. And I I really like this version of, um, fuck, what's his dad's name? <laughs> Not Bert. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Barry Allen's dad, you know? Oh, no. I have no idea what his dad's <laughs> name is. Is his mom? His mom I is Nora. Say, She's I was going to say Allen. Nora, but I was like, that's Mr. Freeze's wife. No, I guess... <laughs> No, nope. also her. <laughs> also, Damien Dark's daughter is also Nora. Um, what? How many Noras <laughs> are there? <laughs> I don't know if that is in the comics, but I know it is in uh, the shows, like the CW Arrowverse shows. I don't know if that's from the comics, but whatever. Um, lots of Noras. <laughs> and there's lots of Marthas. <laughs> so whatever whatever Barry Allen's dad's name is mm. um and they I really like how he was so mm, he wasn't putting all his eggs in the basket like he wasn't hoping or I mean he was probably hoping that he'll get out obviously yeah. but he wasn't letting Barry know that how much it hurt him mm. and he was trying to talk about Barry oh did you ask out that girl oh you know it's better for me in here um mm. I thought I thought it was really good really good dad behavior <laughs> everything with barry and his parents in this movie i would almost say is incredible mm -hmm. like it's really well written it's really well acted mm -hmm. it's it's just it's really good yeah um obviously <clears throat> with the nora allen storyline that was written decades ago yes. um it obviously <laughs> plays into uh, fridging stereotypes and you know uh mom mm. perfect angel stereotypes yeah. i mean there's not that much more to say about it, it obviously plays into them but yeah that's the every, way it is and that's the way the movie every is, hero's parents has to be fridged and the fact that yeah. it's like the harry potter's mom of how his mom right. is just the greatest person she's in the, the entire universe. She's the greatest of all eyes, and oh, you have his, her eyes, and she's perfect, so you have to be perfect. I don't know, it's a whole thing. but Putting all that aside, and you know yeah. what? We probably should have put this aside, too. Ezra Miller, not a great person. That should have been he, up uh, top. We yeah, we are... Uh, we kind of... We skip the ball, or we don't whatever the term is. support Ezra Miller. They are... Uh, not a great person. Engaging well in acted in this movie, but yeah, they are engaging in lunatic behavior. Um, <laughs> they, not uh, not very. Good. I hope they get the help that they deserve. Yes, but anyway. Yes, they will probably uh, not be in the DCU going forward. But who knows? Maybe they mm -hmm. will be. This movie leaves it ambiguous. Um, yes. Anyway. anyway, that yeah, the, we we lost our track. On <laughs> our that. momentum. Um, okay, think... so this is the first moment when he goes back in time, mm -hmm. and uh, Barry goes back and sees one of the uncanny Valley babies again, and <laughs> he pokes his head through like yeah. uh, that little kid in Love and Thunder, yeah. <laughs> and he just looked. Oh my God, he looked like um, 
what's his what's his name the guy from the new ant-man movie uh <laughs> the big floating head guy uh what's his freaking oh, name modok modok yeah <laughs> he just looked like modok floating there and i was like this is so funny <laughs> yeah that was and a then, choice that was a choice yeah <laughs> it was a weird choice and then we have the honestly another really good uh, just like emotional scene between him or Barry and Bruce mm-hmm. and Bruce is just talking about like don't go back these scars are what make you like don't try to fix anything you're just gonna yeah. screw it up and I like that yeah which is also again echoed later by Michael Keaton in a different mm-hmm. way um, and they do they do a really good job of Batman in this movie honestly I have you heard the news that Andy Muschietti, the director of this film, or most well-known as the director of like the two It movies, he's directing the newest Brave and the Bold, or the next Batman movie? Yes, I did hear about that. Okay. Um, I'm really happy about that, because he clearly gets Batman. Mm-hmm. I, I felt, we've talked about this before, how I'm not the biggest Batman and Superman <laughs> fan. I do like Batman more than Superman. Um, but I'm not the biggest Batman and Superman person. For our listeners Um, out there, don't worry. I love Batman and Superman. I'll get her to love them. I love them too. I just have a lot of problems with them. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) this was the closest I've, um, ever come to seeing the Batman that I love, um, on the screen. Yes. Yeah. Most of the problems I have with Batman are the ones from the movies, not like comic mm-hmm. Batman and Superman. That's a whole different story. But like movies, live action, shows, all that stuff, I've always had issues with them. Um, and this, all the different iterations of Batman in this were very appealing to me. I liked them. I liked this take on Batman. It wasn't even that different from... You know, the previous Batfleck Batman, it's just that it was a completely different tone and it really worked for me. They were flawed, but in the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I really did like that. And before we get off the topic of Affleck's Batman, we need to talk about his horrible bat suit because what was going on there? Oh my God. <laughs> I can't even describe how bad it was. Like, if you saw it, you know. I'm sorry. The suits in general in this movie, other than Michael Keaton's Batman suit and And, Aura's Supergirl Supergirl suit, those were excellent. But every other suit in this movie, what the hell were they thinking? I wrote this down, too, that Barry's suit, obviously they make a joke about it later in the movie, but it is so tight. And There's the, a shot where he's got a full-on wedgie, yeah. and it is... No, really... I mean, like, okay, sorry if I if this is graphic, but, like, <laughs> the bulge, it's too much. And it's, they do, it's the fact that they do so many low-angle shots on him. That's the part that really takes you out. Like, if they were doing high-angle shots, it wouldn't be as big of a deal, mm-hmm. but so many of the running shots are low-angle from the ground. And that's the first thing, that's in the middle of the screen. That is not... <laughs> Unless you're shooting, like, a porno, oh, that is not the cinematography you want for a flash movie. I, I will give it this. If you forget about the bulge, because, but, I mean, wow, it's hard to. I mean, if you but like if you, it, you like it. Just if like... You, I mean, yeah. 
if you forget about the bulge and you take Barry's cowl off of his costume, it's actually really good. It's like the it same is... thing as Captain America in the mm-hmm. first Avengers. It's like, wow, I hate his costume. And then he takes off the cowl. It's like, oh, no, it's just the terrible cowl. Yeah. That's also, what's horrible. Also, it looks really weird later in the movie when he takes his gloves off and he just had his like bare ass forearms. That looked goofy as hell. <laughs> and I thought they were going to rectify it and he was going to come back for his gloves. But no. it was just constantly <laughs> there. Yeah. Now we'll we'll get to the third act when we get to it because I didn't hate it, but we'll get we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get there. So um, Affleck loved him, didn't love his suit. What was going on there? Please, Andy Muschietti, get. A really good bat suit for your movie. I oh, don't want to look at a oh, bat, bat suit. I don't think they're gonna have to worry about Batflex bat suit anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, he's um, done. Bye bye. But anyway, I and and now Barry has the weird conversation with Iris, and he's being very awkward, which I guess is his character. And I like the joke where he puts all the stuff in the cabinet. And yeah, no, down. I thought it was I thought it was really funny. Um, it just. I don't, it didn't feel, that interaction did not feel paired right with those, the kinds of jokes that were happening in it, Mm. especially because that's where he realizes that he can go back in time and give his mom the tomatoes or whatever, um, so that she doesn't die, and it's just, uh, it was a very stilted and awkward scene. I I think... Whenever they're trying to give out that exposition while also setting up the romance between those two, it feels a little forced on both yeah. ends. Mm-hmm. Very forced. But in- anyway, that's where Barry goes back in time travels and ca- starts the whole shenanigans yeah. that are basically and just Flashpoint. I will say um, what I really like about the time travel effect, like obviously... The faces are very uncanny valley, mm-hmm. but the fact that everyone was frozen and it's in this like big circular coliseum arena type thing, I I thought that that was an artistic choice. I mean, maybe it wasn't, maybe it just wasn't finished, but I took it as that was the artistic choice and I kind of liked it. It looked very I don't I don't know if it looked very comic book. It looked kind of comic book, but it more looked like a, you know, like a pop-up book. <laughs> um i i can kind of get that yeah and i will say everything in concept in this movie at least just about everything is really really inspired and it is really good and i really like the fact that it was that it was round and it was obviously that Mm -hmm. comes back later when michael keaton tells him time is not linear time is not a straight line and it's a wibbly wobbly ball wibbly wobbly (laughs) timey-wimey uh that's that an episode on that is definitely in the works don't you worry people oh yes oh yes yes. um anyway there was uh yeah the moment when he was going back originally and he went back and he saw all the justice league and he and there was like you know shirtless superman back from the dead and i was like oh i remember that it was kind of like a Mm -hmm. member berry from <laughs> South Park. Oh, I remember member. that. Yeah, that was, it was, that was the vibe I got. Um, and then he There's goes a lot back. of member Berry vibes in this movie, especially there the were. cameos. There were. Indeed. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, we'll get to that. We'll 
get to that. He goes back. He puts the can of tomatoes in his mom's shopping cart so that she doesn't die. Now, mm. correct me if I'm wrong, but in the comics, Nora Allen's death was not just a random robbery, was it? So... <laughs> We're okay. There are many more things to talk about in the second act of this movie, but I feel like we need to get into it. I am, I wouldn't say confused or just blown away with the fact that they didn't do a lot with Nora's death in this movie. Like, I think they go out and say that it is just a random robbing. Yeah, that's what they say. They say that she was only killed because dad was not home. <laughs> yeah. Barry's dad wasn't home. He was out getting tomatoes. Some robbers came in. They thought that it was a, a, an empty house, even though there were two people in the house and all the lights were on. I don't yeah. know. Um, and they stabbed her in the kitchen, and Barry didn't hear it until his dad came home, I guess. I don't know. That entire scene is edited weird because it, why... It, okay. They inserted... Why? I'm sorry. Between the, the flashback scene of them dancing in the kitchen and asking mm -hmm. dad to go out and get tomatoes. And then when Barry's upstairs in his room coloring right before she gets murdered or whatever. Um, they edit in this weird ass like clip of Ezra Miller. Just like, obviously like adult Barry. Just like standing there in his flash suit and i'm like why <laughs> why like it it was so it took me out so much it looked so weird and i think he says like no or something like that and that it was just I, I think i'm remembering the same thing editing where it's just him like looking sad and standing in the street looking at the yeah, house but it was like it wasn't him looking at the house. There was no reverse shot of the house. It was just mm. back on him, like where I he was I think I'm before. just assuming he was yeah, looking at the assume, house. Yeah, you assume. Yeah, no, he is looking at the house because you mm. see that in the previous sequence. But he's just, it's just a clip of him. And I'm like, why would you do that? You're just interrupting a flashback sequence because chronologically, this is what happens next. Like, yeah. Barry and his mom dance in the kitchen and then he goes upstairs and then he hears a shout and he comes back down and his mom is dead. That is chronologically yeah. a, what happens. A dissolve or a fade would have worked just as fine. Yeah, and you but did I not think... need to edit in that that just shot. And it was like it was like four frames. It was so quick. And I was like, what? I was I was bewildered. That shot didn't necessarily take me out of the sequence, but what really did is the scream that they edited in for mm, yes. I think just the reason of the audience is dumb and they're not going to understand that Nora's life is in danger at that moment. Because the fact that Nora is dying, or at least on her last breath, in that moment where his Barry's dad is coming home, that means that Barry's dad could have still committed the murder. Yeah. Even if he's seen <laughs> at the store. Well, that really took me out of the movie. I mean, they do a scream because what it is, it's like he's out in the driveway holding the can yeah. of tomatoes and then she screams and then, he runs inside. and then he runs inside. So obviously Barry knows that she screamed before, but I guess mm -hmm. that's why the cops think that he killed his wife. I don't know. 
that part still confuses me that whole storyline and it's for the simple fact of the scream that they added in i like, think without it, was... it it would have made sense i think what what doesn't make it for me is the fact that they made it a random robbery yes because nora allen's death is not that no he she is killed by the reverse flash she's killed by the reverse and flash let's as revenge. get into it it's because they don't really have the reverse flash they don't have movie. it they have uh what's his, what's his name it's not zoom just uh, future barry right but like he's called and, something and the, godspeed i think is his name future future barry in the comics but that's not even him i'm gonna say evil flash just for (laughs) simplicity's sake we're gonna call him evil flash or not not uh like stalactite monster (laughs) (laughs) i i'll say one thing i loved about him and i didn't i saw like a leaked image of his hot toy months ago so i knew that he looked like that and I saw him in the movie for the first time, and I kind of liked his introduction where he was just in the Speed Force as this mm-hmm. evil presence. Well, at first, I thought he was a Time Wraith. I didn't yeah. I yeah. didn't think that that was Godspeed. I thought it was a Time Wraith, and then when they didn't come back to it for the longest time, I was like, isn't there a Time Wraith after Barry? Yeah. Like, and then he dreams guys. about it. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but at, anyway, I really, 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 really hated his design. The all just the metal sticking out. And then, for simplicity's sake, we'll call young Barry just young Barry. <laughs> and he he gets the piece of kryptonite, or not kryptonite, just the Krypton army's metal in his arm. And I was like, oh, that's why he has that design. And it kind of mm-hmm. clicked for me. Still don't like it, but that was a really good moment. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I thought it was I thought it was interesting. I was like, yeah, I mean if you're constantly going back in time and changing uh trying to change the past, you're not going to like go and make a cute new outfit. <laughs> like you're just going you're just yeah. going to stick with what you're wearing for I guess hun- the hundreds of years that he was doing this and he's just, you know, stuck with a bunch of metal. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> And I think there are aspects that I genuinely like. I mean, we talked about it before. Everything in in concept is really good in this movie. Evil Flash, Barry, and then Young Barry. The three different versions of the Flash in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think they should have made it more concise and just made it Barry and Evil Flash and made it so that Young Barry more, you know, clearly and simpler or in a more simpler way, turns into the evil Flash. Like Mm -hmm. that, I'm not Uh, making a lot of sense. No, no, you're making sense. I just don't know if I agree with that. I think that I liked the fact that uh, Young Barry creates the paradox of uh, having himself, of sacrificing himself uh, for Barry and like, dying i thought that that was i thought it was interesting i didn't get a lot of just the way that young barry was written and acted i have a lot to say i have no 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 no. (laughs) just the way that he was written and acted i did not buy him turning evil i don't buy that kind of character 
turning evil. I yeah. bought I bought it when he was getting mad and trying to fix his mistake and kept going over and over and over again. And that's why, because I didn't see Godspeed as evil. I didn't, mm. I saw him just as lost young Barry, right? Yes. He's just, he's just like really trying and he's destroying all these worlds and he doesn't, he doesn't mean to, he doesn't want to destroy them. And that's why when his younger self sees the havoc he's causing, he saves Barry and lets himself die. Everything about that is good. The one moment that I didn't like or I didn't love was when young Barry sacrifices himself for that. I feel like it would have been better, at least in my eyes, if young Barry says, give me one more chance or one more time, he leaves and then Godspeed comes back and it is that transformation that was the one more time i say with quotation marks because he probably went on that eternal journey you know in that one chance but then but then like godspeed comes back and then young barry also comes back you know separating the two which i would have preferred and you know a fist fight or something rather than the sacrificing oh i think that's where we disagree because i like that there was no fist fight i thought that this storyline was so much about family and rescuing and protecting and trying to fix your mistake. Mm-hmm. And I like that they tied the other berries into that. And there, there was, a, for me, there was already the fist fight with, um, you know, Zod's army. And I didn't think, I don't think that there needed to be one with Godspeed right after that. Um, no, I you're like, probably right. They I didn't like need that. To be. Yeah. And I don't think you need an evil Godspeed. I think misguided with good intentions is enough. And I think, because oh, yeah. like, obviously I didn't think that um, there needed to be a fist fight with Godspeed and I didn't think he needed to be evil just a misguided with good intentions um character like that's who that's who Barry is mm-hmm. that is who Barry has been the entire time he had good intentions to save his mom and it was misguided and he created Flashpoint and that's that's who he's always been yeah. so and I think or even the fact that Godspeed was trying to fix this one mistake of batman and supergirl dying like yeah. just going over and over and over and over again i did like that but I, I wish think... that it may be connected to nora's death somehow well for know. him for him he never experienced nora's death so i didn't i didn't miss that too much um but i also like the fact because for me i was like why does he care so much about them he just met them like a day ago but then it's not just the fact that they're dying it's the fact that the whole world dies because zod wins if they die so i thought that was very good um Mm -hmm. anyway hold on we should go back a bit (laughs) uh barry goes to the past and he meets his younger self and he's a tool and it's hilarious um and then he realizes I need to get powers. You need to get powers. I need to get you struck by lightning. <laughs> Which he probably didn't need to do because it's a separate universe entirely. But right. it's a good excuse to get Youngberry powers. But then it, uh, it, 
I mean, you need it for, for later if you want Godspeed, which you already needed yeah. to have Godspeed because Godspeed kicked him out of the mm -hmm. uh, Speed Force in the first place. And we we left that, uh, you know, subject, but I do want to say I liked how he was like, I created you and you create me. I yeah. like that paradox. Yeah. I The Flash is so fun. It's the reason I love The Flash so much is because they play around with, you know, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. And yep. there's all these paradoxes. And I just love time travel, okay? <laughs> I I haven't really mentioned it before, but I have heard a lot of complaints that, you know, the first Flash movie and you instantly go Flashpoint. I mean, first off, I think it's immediately okay because as soon as the Barry realizes that he can time travel the first thing he's going to do is gonna, he's going to try to save his mom. Of course. But I also, think... oh, yeah, go ahead. there's not a lot of Flash storylines. Like, recently there was a one-minute war where, like, some aliens have access to the Speed Force and all of the Flashes have to defeat them within, like, one minute. It's great. But there's not a lot of really good Flash storylines other than Flashpoint. So obviously they're going to do that. I just think... I mean, I like a lot of Flash storylines, but Flashpoint is obviously the biggest one, the most well-known one. Mm -hmm. um, but the reason that I don't think it's a problem to go immediately into Flashpoint, other than, uh, like, as opposed to something like going straight into Dark Phoenix again and again, <laughs> right? Um, that's a problem. That's definitely a problem, um, is the fact that this character has been around for years this iteration of barry played by mm -hmm. ezra miller has been around for a while and and they, uh, they do a and, good job of saying that he's yeah. the janitor of the justice yeah League. and this barry hasn't gotten his own movie but it's uh, until now but mm. Mm, he does he has been there for a while. Like how when when did Justice League come out? The first one. The the 2017, original one. <laughs> 17, I want to say. Yeah. Like I could be wrong. I that, probably it's am. it's been a long time for audiences. Mm -hmm. And then there was the the other Justice League <laughs> and you know, a bunch of other shit and he was in He's made cameo appearances in other movies, and he's just been around for a while. And he had, and that was shown a lot when he was like mentoring Kid Barry, like young yeah. Barry. And he knows he was, what he's doing. Yeah, and he was like, "You have to do this. You can't do that. You're gonna get. Uh, you're gonna have too much charge. You. Uh, you. This is how you phase. Blah 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 blah." And it's, yeah, I like how he knew all the flash tricks. You know, the phasing, everything. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was great. And it's a great way to introduce him because obviously they weren't introduced in the other movies. But it's a, it's a great way to introduce them by our Barry teaching them to this young, you know, fucking stupid Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I did like young Barry. I like I, that. I like that he were... has his mother and then he's just an asshole. Yeah, yeah. He has his mother. He never got to learn any sort of lesson. You're only and nice if your parents die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you're just an asshole. Mm -hmm. That's why we're uh, not I... nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're mean. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked the moment where 
older Barry or just regular Barry grabs young Barry and he's like, Jesus, you're annoying. I, you're, you're just, you talk so fast. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I now I see what people are saying about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really it, like that. Yeah. No, they it's just really called funny. it out. But I also like the differences like that. Our Barry, because of the trauma that he faced, he's so much more socially awkward and reserved. Like he's still a fast talker. He's still a little annoying mm. sometimes. Uh, and he still speaks his mind about everything. But he is, he has very different personality. Because mm. obviously One is you're... way more comfortable. Yeah. And obviously your experiences shape your life. And Barry has been uncomfortable his whole life. So. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Um so he gets young Barry struck by lightning, but once young Barry realizes that to get his powers, he has to be struck by lightning, he's like, I don't want to do that. So <laughs> uh-uh. they get into a little fight and the lightning ends up hitting both of them. And thus our Barry loses his powers. How does he still get healed and not die from the lightning while also losing his powers? I don't know, but it makes for a fun Doesn't next like sense. half an hour. No, where but, young Barry has the powers and he doesn't. Yeah, but I did, I did think it was, it was very Looney Tunes esque to me. It's like you you get hit on the head, you lose your memory, and then you get hit on the head and you get your memory back. That's what it felt That's like. That's so funny because I was gonna bring up Looney Tunes <laughs> for the next scene where young Barry's running around with his newfound powers yeah, and he's well, burning up. Mm-hmm. And a they, literal, they, they even mentioned Looney Tunes. Like a, a band skips across the ground and the spotlight is illuminating him and he's naked and mm-hmm. it's really good. It's, it's funny. It's pretty funny. I thought, hmm, this is, this is where I was like, obviously where Barry's with himself, Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller. And it's mm. a lot. It's a lot of character choices. Um they're not bad. They're not bad. No. And it's not bad acting. It's just... it's a, It gets a little grating after a while. It's a Is lot. Is it the laugh? No, it's not the laugh. It's just their... It's their personality. <laughs> like, I feel so <laughs> bad saying that. But it's their respective personalities. Because I feel like... They tried to do... What they tried to do later on was have young Barry be, you know, the quirky, weird, out-of-pace one, and then have our Barry mm. be the straight man, right? That's yeah. that's usually what makes a good comedic duo. Um, but the problem is, is that our Barry is not a straight man. <laughs> he <laughs> no. is he is uh, absolutely batshit crazy as well, just in a different way. <laughs> He's the he one who made breaks Flashpoint. the universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And just like going back, like his first fight scene, he, instead of immediately going to rescue babies, he goes to a vending machine and heats up a burrito. <laughs> like, that's not straight man behavior. <laughs> <laughs> there is no straight man in this movie. No. I would say. Take that any way you like, is... folks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there is. Well, we'll get to it, but I have to say it. There is Batman's not gay straight. Clooney Batman. Oh, yeah. So. Batman's not straight. Fight me. Anyone fight me. <laughs> <laughs> he le- he wears a metaphorical mask all the time. <laughs> Obviously, he's not straight. <laughs> okay. I I I just kind of mentioned Keaton's Batman, but 
we gotta talk about him. Yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's where we're going next. They go, Yeah. they, uh, they, Barry loses yeah, Barry, powers. Yeah, he fig, Zod's coming, he figures out that there's no heroes, Batman. Yeah. Let's, let's find Batman. Finally, Batman. And, well, yeah, when they pull up to the mansion, and you know, the music's playing, we haven't really talked about it, the music's okay in this movie, except for when they're aping Danny Elfman. Then the music's amazing. <laughs> Danny Elfman is never not the goat. So good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when we see long-haired Keaton, and I don't think when he's out of the bat suit, he always has an ascot on. Yes, and, and I it's... loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little worried. That Keaton would, I don't know, be selling a performance or just getting a paycheck. But holy shit. He is so, not just Batman, but he's Keaton's, mm -hmm. you know, Burton's Batman. It was to so a T. good. It was so good. I loved it. And I, oh, I love, I love how he just so matter-of-factly describes the the universe to Barry and he's like you fucked up <laughs> he's like problem is time isn't linear I loved it it was so good oh. and he does it with pasta and that was the best I, thing in the world I just realized I forgot I was gonna start out with an intro of this movie made me hungry for spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally I came home and I was like I'm starving <laughs> <laughs> let's make some spaghetti <laughs> um, I but yeah I the fact that he's even retired at the beginning, because Gotham's the safest city in the mm -hmm. world. It's like, okay, yeah. Not only has he gone on and just lived his life, but he is living his best life, despite the fact that mm -hmm. probably everyone around I don't, him is dead. I don't think he's living his best life. <laughs> he <laughs> has grown his hair out, his house is a mess, he's painting terrible pictures, well, and he's isolated that. in a vine-covered mansion. I don't think he's living his best life. As Bruce Wayne, he is living his best life. <laughs> the best, the life, best life Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne could possibly yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I the berries, you know, they go down to the bat cave, and it's great. The tunes going, the bats are flying, and I, I think. Oh, you go. Sorry, ahead. you go. Okay. <laughs> I really loved the the scene where. Barry was getting on the computer trying to get um, Michael Keaton to, like, join them and, like, help them fight Zod and find Superman. And mm -hmm. um, where he was talking to him through the monitor, I thought that was a great scene when he was Love talking about that. the, like, inevitable intersections of uh, in every timeline. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, like, how do you explain that? Other than fate. Other than fate, yeah. And I yeah. think that's the, that's the thing that got Michael Keaton. Yeah. Or not Michael Keaton. That's what got Bruce back. <laughs> He's Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, no. he, you know, we're just going to call him Keaton because he is, oh my God, the scene where he's sewing him, his arm back up and he looks to, into the mirror and gives just a wry smile. So oh, good. that's Keaton. It was so much fun. I um, will say the one disappointment I had with him is I... 110% expected him and a fight between Reverse Flash. I don't know if you've read the comic or heard about it, but there's a fight where Batman has to just defend himself for like 40 seconds or something because he calls Flash right at the beginning of the fight and he just has to wait for Flash to come and 
save his ass. Oh my god, that's funny. No, I haven't. I haven't read that one. <laughs> I think the director like posted a picture like hinting at that fight, and I expected it. It didn't come. I'm not mad because of it, but I would have liked to see that. I I mean, when you say that, that reminds me of you know like when they first meet Michael Keaton and <laughs> Bruce, and mm. um, <laughs> he you know like is hiding in the pantry and comes out and starts attacking them, and he's obviously getting the best of Barry because he doesn't have any powers anymore. But young Barry is just like yeah. whoa, <laughs> just he like can't moving even out touch of the him. way. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that a lot. I thought and the, that was the, great. The shot of his like feet coming out and stepping on the old yes. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> he was just having. He was so clearly having so much fun in this movie. Yes. Michael Keaton was. And oh my god! It was great. And I talked way at the beginning of this podcast of just Batman ass moments. Michael Keaton later on gets such a Batman moment where they're running and the action's going and he's, you know, carrying the flash because he got shot in the knee. Yeah. And then the music stops. He pulls out a tape measure and he's like, how much do you guys weigh? Yeah, how much do you weigh? So Batman. Yeah. No, that was great. Um, Okay. So after that, they decide that they have to go find Superman. Yes. Superman is being kept at a black site in Siberia or something. Yeah. Um, With a red sun container. Yeah, it's in a red sun container. Like, there's probably kryptonite there or something. I don't know. They didn't say it. It's kind of a mixture of, like, Flashpoint and Superman red sun, which I liked. mm -hmm. But then, of course, they find... They get in there, and there's no Superman in there. There's just a frail girl. (laughs) <laughs> um and, and keaton's just like leave leave her we're yeah, gone it's like, fuck not him it's not him let's go <laughs> Barry's like, no we're going to save her um and before then there was the moment where young barry he's you know wearing the suit and he knocks over a thing and he watches it fall the entire time and i'm just thinking barry you have super speed <laughs> yeah, buddy he's just like oh no don't fall I'm Anyway, I Uh, loved seeing Keaton in action because there's even a part right beforehand when he, you know, he's about to fly down. He's like, oh, this is going to hurt. Let's mm -hmm. let's go. Yeah. Love seeing him in action. Never seen him so spry. (laughs) And I loved it. (laughs) And then just like back to the berries for a second. Like, I feel so conflicted because there are some moments in this movie where I'm like the two of them together. It's too much. They need to stop. But then I <laughs> then there are some moments when I'm like, yes, this is so it funny. works. Very on very violence is hilarious. <laughs> I think there's another thing that we also haven't talked about. And when I mentioned how the VFX, sometimes it does hit. There's two ezra miller's on screen for a large portion of it this looks movie so good it looks really good there's some times where i'm looking at both of them like i don't know which of you two is cg well like the thing is it's like i'm not going to give them that many props for that because they predict they perfected that technology with uh the parent trap in 1998 yeah. or whatever it was <laughs> that it's it looked good back then it looks good now you never go go back and watch that movie and are like oh it looks like there's a fake Lindsay lohan no it looks like two <laughs> real Lindsay lohan that's great yeah <laughs> but but anyway that was a yeah. side tangent we had no. to go on that, i had to mention that's it. a good effect they do it well um so they save 
the girl and mm -hmm. <laughs> uh they get up and oh they get into the sun and wow crazy turns out she's Kara she's Supergirl <laughs> um I thought it was great I love Kara you know I don't always love Superman but I always love Kara she's great <laughs> I love Supergirl mainly because recently in the Tom King run, it was, I'd say, fleshed out that she upholds everything that Superman does, truth, justice, and kind of, I say in quotation marks, the American way. I don't say what? it. I hate, that's the, that's, <laughs> that's what rubbed me the wrong way about Superman when I was a kid, when he was like, truth, justice, mm. in the American way, and I was like, I'd rather watch Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, she upholds all of those morals but she doesn't believe in any of them for a second i love it <laughs> yeah because why would she she wasn't born here she remembers krypton she mm -hmm. is no, yeah she Earth is, is not her home yeah, as much she as she wants it to be knowingly an alien like clark he didn't know he was an alien until he was of a certain age like he was just he he's of earth even though he's from krypton he's of earth mm -hmm. And Kara's not. And I really like that. I um, really hope this actress returns as Supergirl. Her name is for the Sasha. Movie. Her name is Sasha. Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say her name because I've heard so many different pronunciations of her last name. Sasha Kaye. Oh, is it Kaye? Oh, I don't know. But I just know her first <laughs> name is Sasha. And I was like, anyone oh. can be Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I loved her interpretation of supergirl her costume was dead on well not so dead good. on it was actually very different from the comic book costume, no but it's but i thought very, it was dead on as in as in this superman universe. yeah yeah it was very dead on to superman's costume mm -hmm. um and i really liked her um mm -hmm. she's fucking awesome she gets up she's in the sun for like a hot second and then she just <laughs> destroys everything and, and she's like okay now i'm at full power yeah <laughs> and i mean supergirl in the comics is blonde she's not i could not give a shit i couldn't care less i will say this when the trailers were first coming out and i knew that they were doing flashpoint and mm. they showed that it was uh, a super supergirl and not superman they didn't say her name in the trailers, and I was hoping beyond hope that her name was going to be Kal-El, and that she was going to be just the female version oh. of Kal-El. And I really wanted that to happen, <laughs> because I was like, guys, it's Flashpoint, you could do anything. You could literally do anything you want. You could do you whatever want. you want, that would be so cool. But I'm not upset that, that it's Kara, because yeah. I love Kara as well. That would be cool, but I'm glad she's Kara for the simple fact of, I want to see her in the Supergirl movie. Yes. Cast her, mm -hmm. please. I, she was great. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there's not too much else to talk about other than the third act fight yeah, with the Kryptonians and Flash and Supergirl and then the failures and that leading to the time traveling mistakes. Yeah. Let's and get I... into it. I first of all, Barry gets his powers back because he tries this weird oh, yeah. contraption with Bruce and uh it doesn't work great and so Supergirl <laughs> comes and lifts him and that was into the point. sky. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh <laughs> I'm not sure how that works. Maybe Barry got the chemicals splashed on no. him, and then he went up into the sky. I don't know. No, it made absolutely no sense, but I still liked it. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's just something intrinsic about Barry. You know, anyone else that gets struck by lightning, they die. He gets struck by lightning, mm -hmm. he gets powers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> any version of Barry. It, um, it's like anyone other than Peter Parker or Miles Morales being bit by a radioactive spider. Any other time you go into, you know, you have a seizure and you just die. That's just not true. <laughs> Gwen was bitten by a spider. Penny, right, what's her right. name, was written by a spider. Miguel, a pig yeah. was bitten by a spider. You're wrong. <laughs> no, no. A spider was bitten by a radioactive pig. pig. Right, 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 right. Peter Parker. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I had to we call you get... out on that. No, 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 you're right, you're right. I was wrong. Uh, we need to get off Spider-Man because we always yes. do this. We always start talking about Spider-Man. Uh... Spider-Man's great. Anyway, yeah. I another thing, like, in concept, I love seeing two Flashes and a Supergirl versus an, a Kryptonian army. Yeah. So good. And most of the time, it is really, really cool to look at. I love yes. the moment where... Barry tells young Barry, you're ready, and then they zoom off. Yeah, no, it was sick. I like how they made their lightning distinct. I mean, they've been doing it, obviously, they do it in the comics and they do it in mm -hmm. the, the, you know, the Flash TV show, but it, I was like, good, you remember to do it, otherwise I would get confused yes. which Barry's running which way. <laughs> Who am I looking at? I mean, <laughs> there's simple things like young Barry punches a lot of the Kryptonians in the nuts, which I liked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you kind of, that's very, you know, tell them apart. That's very on brand. Uh. Yes. Yeah. But I wasn't really sure why Supergirl was like doubling over in pain a lot of the time when she was beating Zod. Yeah, I don't like, know why. Like she'd hit him and then she'd fall over. Yeah, she fell I think on her knees. I was like, why? You're recently, Supergirl. Or just like in the news, Sasha Kaye has gone out and like said like there was a lot of violence and like maybe some rated R stuff cut out. Maybe that was it. Oh, interesting. I, I'm not sure. I haven't heard that at all. But um, I I don't know. My my initial thought is always they made her fall over because she's a girl. They would never make Superman <laughs> fall over. It's just or at least little... he would fall over and do you know the one knee. Yeah. The Superman landing. Not <laughs> both knees. Do. Never. Ugh. Yeah. No. Let he's me get my let me get my feminism pin. Hold on. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, um but no no it was it was really good she and zod were very clearly equally matched it was just yes. it was just that for some reason that was a fixed point in that world that she was killed by zod um mm. okay it's been a long time since i watched man of steel um and i don't remember at all zod wanting superman because he had special blood was that from oh yeah man yeah of steel? Okay. yeah that, that's from man of steel okay don't okay. worry that's why <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i could explain it or i could just say yes that it's is just, a plot line from fine. man of steel you don't need to explain it <laughs> i've seen it i just didn't remember that um but no no like my first thought was well why would Zorel put it into his baby in the first place. Obviously, put it into Kara. She's like an adult person. <laughs> Don't put it into this baby. Why um, put it in someone at all? Yeah, why put it in someone at all? You don't need we're, to. We're getting into plot holes of that Zack Snyder writes. Anyway, which... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not important. Um, so, yeah, it was a fixed point that she die in that world. And mm. that made Barry 
really angry because or young and, Barry and it, really angry because uh young Barry had like a crush on Supergirl or something. <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess. Like like our Barry was upset that Batman died and he was also upset mm. that Supergirl died, but mostly Batman. And then he was that young Barry was like, I have to save Supergirl. She's And hot, I thought so. both Keaton and Supergirl's death were really quick and I was like, oh, okay, we're gonna reverse it because that's yeah. what Flash does. Yeah. And I um, love how the third act is just a big fight that they lose and both flashes just keep on trying to fix it and fix it and fix it. Mm -hmm. Again, in concept, that is incredible. I love that. Yeah. But and then yeah, they go back and, you know, they can't quite fix it. And I got I could not help but laugh in the scene where they first go back and then Barry just on the you know, on the mic tells Keaton, don't go after that ship, it's got a shield, and Keaton's like, it's fucking alright. He's like, roger that, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was that easy. He was so excited, he's like, I'm going after the big one. <laughs> when they repeated that line, I was like, yes, you are, Bruce. And he's like, no, and I was like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> he's like, alright, roger that. Okay, I was like, okay, if that you're... easy. Right, because Batman is so easily, uh, he's so easy to change his mind, historically. <laughs> You know, yes. one thing everyone <laughs> says about Batman, he's not stubborn at all. <laughs> so they go into the Speed Force, and then they reverse time. They come back. They mm. die again. Oh, no. They go again. And Barry uh, is like, young Barry, you have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it happens. Uh, yep. <laughs> and he keeps trying to get him stop and then godspeed shows up and he's like you and can't stop this i am him <laughs> i'm covered in shrapnel i am him <laughs> i am you uh you know he has purple lightning good distinguisher uh mm -hmm. this what was it yellow blue and purple yeah um and i like uh, like i said i like the artistic choice of the coliseum like it's weird it's definitely weird mm -hmm. but so is the movie and <laughs> i liked it's, it I it's definitely it was something cool. correct me if i'm wrong anyone who's listening i don't think has ever been in the comics this like coliseum of time and again yeah. in concept i do love it in the fact that each timeline has its own coliseum or orb yeah love that the, the, i feel like this is specifically different mm -hmm. not just different timelines they're different worlds and then yes. it goes back to what batman was saying earlier like uh you get the multiverse this big bowl mm -hmm. of pasta <laughs> sometimes there are lines that go right beside each other and sometimes there are intersections but mm -hmm. I really like I really like that explanation. Yeah, and then within those big ass weird looking spheres, there were um, a bunch of nostalgia oh, uh, punches. My goodness. There were a bunch of member berries. It was all the old member, Superman. Member <laughs> it was all the old <laughs> Superman. There was a Supergirl. There was the Flash from the '90s show. There was. Mm. Uh, we got to see all the Christopher Reeve, which. Yes. CGI looked a little rough. It but looked weird, but I liked it still. They all I looked weird. I like Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick. I saw, I saw Adam West for a second. Yep. Loved that. Uh, there was Nicolas Cage from okay. Superman Lives. Okay. <laughs> I, that's what I was leading up to. Everything Sorry. was really kind of fun to look at. But I saw a giant spider. There was a giant fucking spider. And I <laughs> lost my shit. <laughs> Because I was like, oh my god, they're doing it. Burton's 
Superman mm-hmm. with with Nick freaking Cage. Yeah, I I'm gonna be honest. Right away, I didn't get it because I'd obviously heard of Superman Lives and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That was uh, the movie that was going to be made, um, but wasn't starring Nick Cage. Um, yeah. And but in the moment, I was just like, "What is happening?" <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it. And then um, afterwards, I texted my friend from work, and he was like, "He was like, oh, it's from Superman Lives." And I was like, "That makes so much sense." Yep. No, I. I probably couldn't pick my jaw up off the floor after that. Like, that's how flabbergasted I was. I saw the giant spider, and I knew it was coming mulleted Superman, and I saw him, and he looked a little CGI, but I didn't care. It was so I good. I loved no, him. He was, it was so CGI, but the, like, the mm. tossle of the <laughs> Nicolas Cage hair it was great. <laughs> And could these supermen have done anything more? Like, not even interacted with any characters. Like, just more than looking at a big blue vortex as it collides yeah, it was with like, another. Guys, your like, worlds you're... are being destroyed. You're not going to do yeah. anything? <laughs> yeah, you're just going to look at it with a serious face. Okay, I guess it's okay. pretty. There's pretty lights yeah. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really wish we would have got to see other flashes i was when they showed jay garrick i was like where is grant gustin where yeah, is he why, why not to me. <laughs> well um, that really confused me but no they, they didn't, didn't they didn't get grant gustin and that was sad <laughs> um but other i than mean that, this is they did throw a whole lot of cameos at the screen yeah. but this is that was the moment where I they honestly should have gone even further. Yeah, I want to see twenty. You know, <laughs> I want to see every <laughs> single flash there's ever been. If you're gonna cash in on dead actors, cash in. Yeah. <laughs> Pull the Tarkin effect. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you're gonna but, go Uncanny Valley, go all the way. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Young Barry sacrifices himself, and we've already kind of discussed that. Maybe it could have been better. Maybe it was good. You know, I, it it's doesn't up to really you. matter. <laughs> yeah, it's up to the reader, the, the reader. audience. It's up to the audience, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but this kind of brings, or it moves on to the next emotional beat, which is Barry saying goodbye to his mom. Barry has to, in order to put the world back, he has to let his mom die. So he has to go back to the grocery store and put the tomatoes back on the shelf and not in her cart which is the most simple way of changing the universe ever and it is so funny that that is the crux of this story you describing it makes it sound so silly (laughs) but man this scene hit for me wait wait, i I didn't cry or anything but i got a little choked no it hit really well but you know how i can make it sound sillier in order to save his dad from a lifetime of prison, Barry moves the tomatoes from the bottom shelf to the top shelf. Okay. Wow. <laughs> what arts? Cinema. Cinema. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but the moment with his mom was great. Um, mm-hmm. It showed that, you know, Nora Allen was a perfect person because women are yeah. expected to be perfect people (laughs) harry potter's mom yep 
any woman ever in cinema. <laughs> anyway, she she's super nice to a stranger who's crying, wearing clearly a bunch of stolen clothes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be nice to that person, but you No, I would try to run away. Yeah, I'd be but... like, you're weird. Bye. Don't go in my cart and take my me. tomatoes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's a better person than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's perfect. Um, that's why she had to die. Uh, anyway she she dies barry goes back home and i thought for sure like another thing that i was 110 percent confident about i thought he would run back in his apartment and he would have a different face and they just weren't gonna i know right that would be so good (laughs) but no um that's that's what we alluded to earlier that they end this movie ambiguously with uh Ezra Miller still Clooney. being the face of Barry Allen. Oh yeah, Clooney later. Mm. But <laughs> yeah, that's how the movie ends. Yeah, ends. Yeah. But his dad is, you know, his dad is free because he moved the can of tomatoes up a shelf. Mm-hmm. It's again, I'm not sure crying. how that gets his dad off. But no, it, it does, does because yay. it's because he, he looks up and the camera can see his <laughs> face. It's cinema. <laughs> cinema. Um, uh no 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 it was a good move you know i was like i thought he was just gonna move the camera i was like just tilt the camera a little bit but no he moved all of the tomatoes uh, which is also a choice (laughs) i guess the next big thing to talk about is barry what you know walks out iris is like you should date me why okay and then no reason Clooney, or you know he gets a call from bruce wayne Bruce Wayne says, oh, I'm almost there. He's I'm like, I'm pulling up now. Car. I'm pulling up now. And they That's on purpose kind of like mute the voice a little. And then Clooney steps out. That's another moment that had me absolutely flabbergasted. Obviously, we all knew Michael Keaton was going to be in this. but And I obviously knew that Batfleck wasn't coming back. <laughs> I will never stop <laughs> calling him that. I love it. Um <laughs> We obviously all knew he wasn't coming back. Um, Yeah. So obviously neither is Henry Cavill. So when Clooney stepped out, I I originally thought that it was going to be the next actor who's going to play Batman. Like a young guy. I thought it was going to be a young guy because they said they're going to do a younger Batman. That's what I thought the reveal was going to be, yeah. Um, But no, it's an even older Mm. man. It's George Clooney. (laughs) So they clearly are not going to do this because cast someone young and unknown that you can spend not too much money on because Clooney would be way too expensive could you imagine Clooney as the next Batman with a billion Robins already out there no (laughs) I mean (laughs) (laughs) I mean I can imagine it but I don't want them to do that (laughs) no I don't want them to do it either that would be crazy (laughs) I mean I think James Gunn could pull it off, but I also oh, yeah. we ha- we've talked about this. I want a freaking Robin origin story. We never get them. We never see it except for the Lego Batman movie, which is the best Batman movie of all time. Yeah. And we we just don't have any sense of any of the Robins. There's obviously in the Lego Batman it's it's Dick, Dick Grayson. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's so many more. There's so many great Robin stories that they just haven't tackled yet. Um, I feel like the fact that the Brave and the Bold is going to be a Damian Wayne story 
sadly means that they already have to have all the Robins. Yeah. Unless Damian Wayne is going to be the first Robin, well, unless, but I don't like yeah. that. Unless they're changing things around. Um, yeah. Maybe George Clooney is going to be Damien's dad. I don't know. Maybe. I, I thought about that when I was walking out the cinema, like, for a minute. I was like, maybe. Maybe. No. But maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Honestly, who knows? They haven't announced mm. any casting decisions. They haven't told us anything yet. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, yeah. But the the uh, the end credit scene of the flash was pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> at least i think that's also just setting up that jason momoa is still playing aquaman and he's he still is. having a good time of course he is and i was like <laughs> at least we know jason momoa is still around at least we know yes. arthur is breathing in this world <laughs> And even the end credit scene is a lot of fun, too, of just the perspective of the dog. Yeah. <laughs> as it's falling. I really like that. Mm -hmm. This movie is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really fun. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's got some emotional beats and some really weird moments that take you out of it. But overall, it's a really fun couple of hours. There was, there was a lot of laughs and there was a lot of scenes where I wanted to rip my hair out. But it was still, there. it was an equal amount, so I was fine. <laughs> yeah well this has been an episode of just cuz i hope you enjoyed the flash as much as we did and have as many thoughts or didn't enjoy it yeah it's up to or maybe you. you didn't even watch it maybe and we just spoiled the entire it. movie that was your choice you didn't have to click on this video mm -hmm. get lost yeah go watch it or don't i don't <laughs> i care. realized we had no spoilers, spoiler warning in the beginning. Who cares? I don't think we're going to go forward with having spoiler warnings because why would we? We talk about everything on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we we and, just talk about the movie. I don't think if you're clicking on this, you should know there are spoilers. And with that, this has been a baby shower. <laughs>